It's nice to be recording during the daytime, isn't it? After last week of recording in the middle of the night when everything was dark and cold and we were incredibly tired. And now it's bright and sunny everywhere and, and really warm and everything is on fire and mm. a little bit of me wants to die. Hello, everyone, and <laughs> welcome to the Danger Club podcast. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey. It's the hottest day of the year, and we are recording a podcast. We are playing Pathfinder um, like the nerds we are sitting in the warm. Oh, my goodness. But it's the way we like to do it. It's dedication. Yeah. That's, that's, how we, that's how we roll. Mm. Um, but it is a very exciting I've, I've, special podcast. I put a you hat have on a hat to catch my <laughs> because uh, the last time that I tried to sort of you know record something like this uh, in a in a hot inside area, I sweated into my own eyeballs so much uh, it was stinging. I couldn't see, so I've got a special hat on, uh, and it says "Make Humanity Great Again." Amazing! I Thank love you sweating. Into sharing my that eyeballs. very graphic detail. Trump. That is is definitely a cause yeah, worth sweating important. into. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Run on, brother. Yeah, straight. And now I've got I've got extra chat. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, t- I feel like we should all have a little pot of d- drums talc and just sort of puff into the air no. every now and then just to get the full sense of a proper record you know it's, uh, which yeah, we got yeah. a merch stall that, that'll, uh, that'll be going he, he talked up on the live stream the other week uh, just, he did there's no stopping him yeah. this is a very special episode of the Danger Club podcast why is that a couple Dan? of episodes I will tell you why that is Colin thank you for uh, <laughs> it is because we have got not just the six of us today we have got some Someone else joining us. We are being joined for this little adventure by the very funny, uh, the star of uh, of comedy of Live at the Apollo, uh, the amazing Hoovering podcast, uh, the guilty feminist, Motherland, so many things, and the uh, may I say um, modestly attended 2009 Edinburgh Fringe Show. Um, Pecker and Foo save the world. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jessica Foster Q. Oh, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've come here because I like these men. <laughs> these are nice men. I don't know what I'm doing. I've, I've dragged myself out of a paddling pool for this. <laughs> still got my cosy on. And we appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm going to learn. I think I'm going to learn things about magic. You're going to learn. That's it's going to be fun. Like, the first mm. encounter is going to be us dragging ourselves into a paddling pool, and we'll probably fail that. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah. get like Jess and Jess and me and Drummond go way back to like we all we all met in the same awful um, tourist attraction years and years ago. Um, where later on the rest of the Danger Club then met uh, Drummond and I. So we've all had the same origin. Like my years the after parts, I've been fired. Yes. Yeah. Well, we oh, it yeah. all happened. Yeah. It all happened. Happened to all of us mm-hmm. in the end. Um, but that was like the earliest part of our, our friendship when we were out when we were doing stand up and working in this place. It's just like Jess, you appearing sort of out of a door dressed as a medieval peasant and being like, "What's a, what's a job that's like a lollipop lady but sounds better?" And just like scribbling like gag ideas <laughs> and stuff, and always writing a set. And now we're here playing it. Yeah, playing a very. We've come so far. Oh I mean, goodness. we've come so worryingly far. come so not very far. <laughs> <laughs> Could have come further. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come, yeah. That's my. That's going to be a T-shirt on Instagram, isn't it? Within yeah. minutes. That'll I'm be drums say, next yeah. cap. Could, could yeah. Come further. yeah. <laughs> it's all right because all the theatres are going to reopen soon, right? Yeah. I mean, it at least public toilets are open. That's always a good thing. Yes. At least the toilets are open. Yeah, you know, public oh, toilets. Is that a place that you would never ever... Is that going to be your anything. next gig, Ross? So you're looking yeah. for the next venue. Yeah, right. Yeah. Toilets. Immersive theatre. I guess we are Come looking for Hampstead ways Heath. to, like... Yeah. I've played worse. <laughs> yeah. Fair. So, yeah. Jess, have you, Jess, have you ever played a role-playing game before? No. Do you have any idea what this kind of game is going to be like? No. Amazing! Yeah. This is going to be so much <laughs> fun. So we are playing. Uh, we are playing a game called Pathfinder. Um, it is a game set in a fantasy world about uh, having adventures. And basically, anything you do, you're going to be rolling a die, uh, adding a number, uh, and if you get it, the total number that if you get a number that I know you need, then you've succeeded. If you haven't, you've failed. 
that is basically the premise of it. Don't smirk at me. It's a good explanation. <laughs> what I'm just saying is that it makes it sound like it's, it's Dan's guess the number, which <laughs> yeah. makes it sound like yeah. a, a it's an yeah. quiz show. Like, what number is Dan holding? Let's find out. You die. <laughs> I, I'm very, given how bad I am at remembering to keep up the standard DC scores for uh, for certain encounters, it often is that. Like, so much of GMing is, yeah, is, yeah I guess that's fine. Yeah. You know, it's just making that up. Um, yeah we were going through this if you're um like if you're listening to the show obviously this is going to be a little bit more like some of our earlier shows or maybe a bit like uh some ones when we had rachel on um a year or so ago uh, where we're going to yeah. be talking about the rules a bit more as we go but that's nice it means if you've never played pathfinder second edition you can learn uh, uh, learn a little bit uh, as we go mm. Pick up rachel so Harry. shall we Jump in and have a little adventure. I never get tired of saying that. I'd let's do it. Yes. yes. It's yeah. probably the Why best not? game ever. Right? Yeah, let's do okay. this. Thanks for the answer. No. So. <laughs> no, I'm just going to go. See yeah, you later. Nah, I was going to say before we start, actually, James. Got, before we start, James has got a really good explanation of like how to play the game. Do you remember your sandbox, like the way that you explained it to me, and I think you explained it to Rachel as well. You said, "Oh, this is like a sandbox, and you can do anything." It's that's after Dan's guess the number is. You have to get and then get in the sandbox, and we'll get out <laughs> yeah, of that yeah. going to Jess's yeah. paddling yeah. pool, and, and then we the find actually uh, is made of shame and disappointment, <laughs> and you sort of roll about it lots, and then you get confused, and then you just sort of crawl away. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Forget I but said no, anything. No. But, but effectively, it is, it is exactly that. Now, you have a, a sort of character you can do things with with ability scores, and then you have a sandbox that you can play around in and uh, and have fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'd say I'd say it's storytelling. Storytelling. Yeah. storytelling. Yeah. Improvisation. Improvise storytelling. Yeah. Uh, so, we begin our improvised story uh, in the city of Urgir. <laughs> Urgir is the, it is the capital city of Belkson. Don't worry about all these names. Uh, it is uh, that is the city of the orcs uh, in uh, Galarian. It's where lots of orcs live. Um, and one particular half-orc who lives in this city uh, has just returned to Urgir after a weekend away uh, having, uh, visiting somebody. Um, Jess, love this, getting some notes, getting the character sheet. Jess, as we look down at the streets of Urgir, sort of dirty um, city streets, there's a lot of uh, orcs there, big, tough, green, um, pointy teeth. They're going about their business. They've got market stalls around. It's busy. There's a lot of hubbub going on. It's market day in the city. So uh, you can see there are wagons being pulled um, and stalls being set up. And you have just returned to return back to your pub that you own um, here in the city after being away. So as the camera kind of pulls down into this and this character walks into the shop, can you tell us who is it who walks into our shop? Who have we got? Who's your character? Me? Who am I? Yeah, who are you? Who Hi. are you playing? Tell us I am. Uh, tell us a little about it. Hi, I'm Smashwangle, and uh, I'm a, a half-orc. And I, Amazing. And I own this pub. Excellent. And then do I get to this make is... the rest up? <laughs> yeah, you can make oh, anything up. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, it's up I'm, to you. I'm very, it's the sandbox. I'm, I'm, a, I'm very popular. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, I'm, very, I'm very popular, but with... Um, but with the wrong kind of crowd. Uh, uh, how sort of family friendly is this? You can say what you want to I'm absolutely prolific lovemaker. Very not choosy at all. Not very whoa, 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 picky. Stop, stop. No, not picky. Not picky at all. Um, and um, oh, what else? Uh, my my favourite colours a colour would none of us have ever heard of before called Whoa. purple. Are you male or female? Um, yes. Smash wang. I am. I'm gonna be female. Smash wangle, the prolific lover who owns a pub, <laughs> um, is making. Uh, you are making your way back into the city um however as you make your way um as you make your way through the streets um you see uh, up ahead uh, you see your pub what is your pub called it can be called anything you like uh, the knight's finger knight's finger <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that knight oh with a k or yeah with a k nice <laughs> you see that the uh, the knight's finger 
uh, which should be uh, should be wide open. When you went away, where did where did you go for? A, you went away for a weekend. Where did you go? Um, Plymouth, actually. Oh right, hugely <laughs> underrated. And it's got a bad rep, but it's actually got a lovely vibe. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to write an adventure. Come on, Dad. What does Plymouth look like in Belson? Let's all go there. Yeah, right, right. Just, just like everywhere else. Just gonna go. Have that on my map over there. So after a weekend in Plymouth, you come back to the Knight's Finger, and you see that the Knight's Finger at the moment is boarded up. It's the it's closed up. It's closed up. It should be busy. So when you went away, you left the cook. You left your assistant, Gendru. Um, in charge of the pub. He was supposed to be taking care of the whole place. Um, and now you've come back and it's all closed up. You've only been gone a couple of days. And standing around outside it, you can see six, you can see five people, I can't count. You can see five people standing around um, outside it, looking up at the, uh, at the closed sign um, that is hanging um, in the door. They're... Um, would you like to describe Ross? Who is one of the people who is standing outside? Uh, a human man called Joey Jungle. Uh, he basically he's got a blonde mohawk with shaved sides. He's got a little bit of uh, wheat in his mouth. Um, he's got dungarees on, but cloth dungarees because jeans don't exist uh, like the <laughs> jean material. So cloth dungarees and a uh, so basically yeah, and a handlebar mustache as well. Um, and yeah, basically, I don't know if you know who I'm basing it on. So yeah, it's basically that person um, from a very Excellent. popular documentary on Netflix. Excellent. Uh, oh, and he's got an owl on his shoulder as well. <laughs> Easily forgotten detail. Yeah, he's there. got an owl called Simon Cowell. <laughs> I do love that documentary on John Major. I think it's uh, oh. I really... Yeah. Oh my goodness. Owl. Simon Cowell. Is it like with an apostrophe, yeah. like in, yeah. in fantasy yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tremendous. <laughs> um, let's have, uh, how about James? Who else is there? I think we've got a few characters that maybe go together. Yep. So there is a uh, large, again, a sort of human looking, uh, six foot two, very muscly, big, um, one would say a barbarian type. Uh, he's got long, sort of quite dark red hair, quite short red hair, and, um, and very uh, strange sort of uh, yellow eyes. Um, he's wearing a large sword across his back, a breastplate on his, uh, over his chest, and uh, he's wearing sort of loose-fitting cotton trousers. And he's regarding the, the surroundings with a rather sort of amused air and a cocked eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Very good. So he's, he's definitely barbarian-looking. But sort of human looking. He's more barbarian <laughs> he's, than he's, that. Well, the thing is, uh, he is he's human looking, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe he's got oh, some other maybe, other maybe traits to him. Maybe there's something, maybe there's something a bit more. like um, the the, um, the fictional character my son um, pronounces Bruce Banger. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, perhaps a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Amazing, uh, Drummond. Who else is standing by there? <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, uh, th- there's a gnome. Um, he's a little. He's a. He's a. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a tiny mm-hmm. gnome. Um, he's, he's very small. He's got uh, sort of sharp eyes. Um, uh, ain't good for looking with. Um, and uh, he's <laughs> that's what you use him for. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do with his feet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does he do with his ears? What could they be used for? <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly, he's got a great feet for walking with. He's blindsided. Um, and uh, and and he's he's very leafy. He's leafy to look at. All right, you know. Sort of. Um, uh, if you look at him hard enough and for long enough, you might even see a sort of a, a color changing, a shimmering about him. Um, because uh, he is a chameleon gnome. Um, so you know, if you watched him sleep, for instance. Which, if you do that, if you do that, um, then you, you might see him change colour in his sleep as he dreams. Um, so uh, yeah, he's got a little backpack on. He's got um, he's got a little a tiny little crossbow, and uh, you know, yeah, he's sort of um, he's, he looks uh, he looks energetic. Um, yeah, that's him. Uh, he's, got, uh, he's got like a little like a sort of little beard and stuff as well as yeah. craggy. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't got like an Irish accent, has he, Drummond? Good. He hasn't actually. Good. No, Good. no. You're why's 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 that? Why is, what? But I was getting lucky. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> We, we can't we can never do Irish characters and because uh, we risk that our buddy Jerry might one day listen to the podcast and be incredibly <laughs> offended yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
That's true. Oh, did you need? Go on, give us a name. You want a name? I think some Michael might. I guess his name is is his name is Kevan Burbine. Fans of our Fall of Plaguestone special are getting very excited right now. God, that was a while ago. Scott, who is standing with Kevan Burbine and the others? I'm just reeling from the fact that genes don't exist in this universe. Ross, you've absolutely slain me. Yeah, man. How am I? Sorry, mate. I've made that decision now. Oh, do you mean genies? Because I feel like one is more likely to come up than the other. No, um, I mean like people with the name Gene. Um, there's so, no Gene. So no one Gene is called Genie Gene. from David Bowie's like back catalogue. He's just out. There's no chance. Yeah. No Gene Hackman. No, no, no Gene Hackman. <laughs> Gene no. Wilder would have been a great druid. Not anymore. <laughs> They were, they were hunted down in the great gene purge of 78. So, uh, Dan's writing it in. He's writing it in. The gene purge started in Plymouth. Thanks very much. The this is all canon. Right. Started, all canon. Yeah. It started in Plymouth. The gene purge started in Plymouth. No mind. Um, so, uh, <laughs> it started and ended in Plymouth. <laughs> Standing right? next to uh, these two idiots is another idiot. Um, uh, is a man. Humanoid? Question mark. Is he? Do you care? Hmm. Uh, he's, he looks adroit and deft. Uh, he has faintly purplish skin over which is dappled a couple of strange tattoos and a couple of nubbins on his heads that could be, it could be, could be horns, could just be warts. Um, none, nonetheless, what? Did you just say nubbins? You said his uh, That might have been a glitch. I, said, I definitely I said I like heads. how Drum and James both said different <laughs> things. Oh, yeah. James went, did you say nubbins? <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, no, I did say nubbins. Uh, they could be nubbins, but they could be horns, maybe. Um, who knows? You might, actually. I hang out with you all the time. He's certainly, speaking of uh, creepily watching Kivan when he sleeps, uh, this guy's name is Brimbone, and he's definitely watched Kivan when he sleeps before. He's kind of creepy. He's got a very dashing and questionable uh, waistcoat. Um, he looks odd, uh, and he's also got a pointed, uh, crooked eyebrow. More pointed, in fact, than other guards because he's got pointier eyebrows mm. i feel like we've i feel like we've set up the idea of drummond's character sleeping so much now that it's now going to be weird if we don't watch him <laughs> while he sleeps at some point <laughs> got like Chekhov's sleeping gnome actually before we go on uh, uh, scott did just mention my name i didn't mention my name it's ithgar havanax uh, ithgar so, keevan and brimbone Ooh, all together you've heard these names and then before. finally Standing with them, Colin. Who have we got here? Just not not a fan favorite character or anything. <laughs> now we got a little uh, human standing there, standing about five nine. He's got shaved hair around the sides and back, sticks up on the top. Not quite a Mohican, but it's definitely gro- uh, sorry Mohawk, but it's definitely growing into one. Um, he's wearing leather armor, which has had uh, got some little metal chains and like rings hanging from it here and there. Uh, and over that, he wears a nice sheepskin waistcoat he's got light brown striped trousers and big brown boots oh his big brown boots <laughs> and um, when he stands there he, he looks quite solid quite strong you know he's uh, he's got a nice solid stance um he's got a constant sort of half smile on his face like everything doesn't have to be serious but can be explained with some logic and his name is Rory Bavori Aldori welcome back he's back Rory Bavori I look forward to not being able to edit any intros from Rory (laughs) long sentences Um, right so the the group of you um, the the, the former heroes of Plaguestone and your new friends so you have been escorting a merchant caravan through Belkson uh, which has just arrived here in Orgia. So you've effectively just finished a job and you've been looking for somewhere to stay. Uh, you heard that the Knight's Finger was a good place to stay. Uh, it was well reviewed around adventurers. Um, it matters that they review things. Uh, and you, uh, you went to it to find, um, to see if you could find somewhere to stay, but you have found that it is closed um, and find some, uh, uh, some people, uh, people have left the building and the building seems to be locked, uh, closed up. As you are uh, standing, looking at it, wondering what else to do, because everywhere else seems to be booked up uh, at this point. It's it's a real destination place, okay You have to really book um, ahead of time. You can't just roll up. Um, it's not Brighton. You, but you, um, as you do this, you see a half-orc walking towards you. As Smashwangle um, comes walking up out of the uh, along the street towards the pub, um, and you see her approaching. What would you like to do? 
uh, call out to and say, excuse me, miss, miss, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, I, I was hoping to frequent this establishment. It's it's come up in my in my Ergear guide as um, as the best place in all of Ergear um, uh, for, for a nice nap. And uh, I'm quite particular about these kinds of things. Uh, any idea what's going on? I'd have to say, I'm absolutely livid about this, but I left. It's all great. Five stars on Quest Advisor. Uh, I'm going to lose those. Um, and well, well, so, so hold on, wait, you, 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 you Yeah, you sorry, I should have said. Uh, this is oh, my sh- pub, the oh. night finger. This is my pride and joy. This is my um, it's my object, baby. And um, and um, uh, when I left, it was in, it was packed and fine. I left my chef Gendrew in charge. And um, I, d- I don't know what's gone on, and I'm determined to find out. Oh. Well, bloody hell, mate. You know, I think we More need to, to the get point, to the point. I'm this. highly impressed that you managed a five-star rating at all on Quest Advisor. I've only heard of mm. 4.6s and 4.7s, but you yourself have a full five. Tell us. Tell us the alchemical secret. How did you manage it? Bribery. Bribing. Bribing my... And um, bribery and um, uh, scuppering my rivals by putting bad reviews on their inns. It's quite interesting because lots, lots of people tend to um, to put reviews on there, and they're stupid, aren't they? Because they put sort of, uh, you know, they say, "Oh, the service was excellent, the room was fantastic, I had such a nice time," but, but, um, but, um, you know, I was hungry, and then they give it two stars for some stupid reason like that. Hello, my name's Rory. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I tend to accept things on face value myself, to be honest. I thought, you know, fair enough. I want to experience the knight's finger. That's what I was thinking. And uh, and now I can't. Tell me. Well, I would have loved... Well, now, hold on. I, 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 I'm not, I think we probably still can. I'm, I'm, I mean, we've got the owner oh. right here, okay? She said it was, she said it was, it was, it was, it was up and rolling. Five stars. She went away for the week. Five stars. Five stars. Five, five, yeah, five of them. Five stars, mate. Yes, I would well, like to. Don't give up so easily. We're adventurers. I would like to stay on. here if I can. Definitely, yes. Excuse me. If you would like some help in restoring... T- the knight's finger to its former glory. Why, you have come upon no less than three seasoned adventurers, for we are members of Sick Wolf. Oh, yeah, that's right, Sick Wolf. I'm working on it. You do it when I cue you. You do it when I... You heard the cue. I gave you the prep. It was a rising voice. That was that was the cue. Right, right. You're right. You're right. Let's try it seasoned members of Sick Wolf. Oh... Oh, I, I messed it up again. I'm sorry. <laughs> you get the gist. I just get excited. You say seasoned. I will, I've I'm a, I'd love to take you up on your kind offer, but um, not until you can do that wolf noise in harmony. Oh, God, she's oh. put us on the spot. That's fair enough. That's pressure. Oh, we've been training for this last week. I mean, can I just say, there's very high chances I'm going to try and sleep with all of you. She is famously prolific, prolific, says an orc as he walks past. Also, because of, because of the way we're having this conversation, that might be quite difficult to get in unison. I think, uh, I think you should find it incredibly hard to sleep with me. I am as chaste as unleavened bread. Now, sick wolf, on the count of three. One, two, three. Oh. You say you can't do it. Yep, smashed it. Well What's done. That? What are we going to do then? I felt like that went very well. Yeah, you, so you've got no idea what the problem is. It's just all shut up, right? Yeah, so, it's all uh, shut up. It was running. It was it, the whole business bit as a fiddle before I went on my um, right, holidays. I can tell you what the problem is. There's a voice aside. You look over and you see a uh, you see a large orc wearing a black hood, um, staring across from you. This is this pub is haunted. Mm. Was, I was staying here but two days ago when a great a great noise erupted from the kitchens and everyone fled from the premises. It's been closed up since then. I've had to get an Airbnb. And he points across to the road to where Derek the Air Elemental runs his bed and breakfast. Derek's a dick. Um, he just kind of flips you off um, as he waves in some more customers. How, Sorry, how did he say haunted? It's haunted. 
Now, I'm going to have to stop you there, mate, because uh, I'm really not sure I believe in ghosts, so, uh, so <laughs> I, think, I think you have it an It can all be explained with uh, alchemy and, and magic. It's very rational, really, if you think about it. And exactly. And said, That's exactly what I was thinking. You said there was a massive noise from the kitchen, right? Could you give an impression of this noise for us? Uh, you know, just what this ghostly sound was like? It was a terrifying crashing and a, a banging noise, as if a great tempest had erupted from the kitchen, knocking everything aside. That, that was a description, not an impression. I, 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 oh. I really, I'm, I'm more of an, an audio sort of person, so could you, uh, you know, make, describe the noises, like... Thump. Bang. I'm not really... It's not really my thing. I'm not... It's not... Are you doing scat? What are you... I don't know. I don't... Um... You don't do noises, is that what you're saying? You don't... You don't really do noises? You don't... I know, I'm... You can't recreate them? Exactly, it's not really... It's not what I... I'm a... I'm a visual... I'm a graphic artist. I... My... I'm a visual thinker, not an audio... audio uh, thinker. Well, could you... Could you paint the noise for us then, please? <sighs> could you paint the noise? I bet Derek could do this. I bet you could, couldn't you, Derek? I have an excess to Derek... Derek gives you a thumbs up. Yeah, that's right. Wait, um... I... I actually do happen to know a lot of graphic artists. Uh, Brimbone does look like uh, a minimalist hipster dipped in treacle. I know a lot of graphic <laughs> artists, actually, and I will not have their careers deigned upon in this way. But you say uh, that it is, excuse me, proprietor, what is your name, milady? Smashwangle. I loved hearing that. I mean, I already knew that from, from the guide, you see. Oh, you listed actually in the guide. So I haven't been paying attention to Kivan's guide. Last time he took it, it was on a guide thing. It led us I into three badges and a honey one of the badge. reasons why I get the five stars on um, Quest Advisor oh. and it's so prominent in the guide is because I'm quite personable. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. You seem as a, very amenable as a, as a landlady. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm open-minded about ghosts. I wonder, um, should we like um, pull all the boarding off and go and see what's inside? If we, I think that's the only way to sort this out, isn't whoa, it? To have whoa, a look whoa, inside, whoa, really. Whoa, 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 whoa. So who's who? Who are you? Who are you? Well, I've been here the whole time talking with you. It's weird that you haven't he acknowledged me. He did introduce himself as Rory. Yeah, he's, 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 he, was, he was kind of on our last little, you know, he was a part of the last little thing that we did. You remember that pond that we went to? And we caught that massive um, uh, uh, I've, crab shark. I've been, hel- I've been well, helping. He right there. I've been helping with the, um, you know, the transport of this caravan. Whenever I I talk to you, there's just, I think my innate magical abilities place like a a big marker over you to protect myself. (laughs) Right, I see, yes. It's it's like what I try and think of you. You, I sort of slip off like a a bite of soap or something like that. I can't quite place it, yeah. I need to use my third eye to locate him. It's a really interesting way of, uh, you know, explaining how I make you feel. (laughs) <laughs> very, very, very useful power, actually. You can disappear, you know, just by talking. It's amazing. Were you? Oh, we, we've got a lot of use for that. Hang on, hang on. Were you the one who threw his sword at the uh, that horse in the caravan? No, that wasn't me. Oh, Don't no, confuse I, me mm. with uh, with slippery hand, Jim. <laughs> I love that slippery hand, Jim. You know, he's he's a card. My my hands are notoriously dry. Actually, there's only once in my life they've ever been slippery, and uh, it's not a good story. So I'm not going to tell it right now. Actually, Uh, right. Um, Listen, um, I'm doing it again. uh, we could rip off all the boards and go inside, Smashwangle. I think that would be a great idea. And we could plumb the depths of the strange mysteries that are inside here. Or we could just point across the road and just call out the air elemental for being the ghost. When Do you want to do that now? Or we could just cut to the chase right now. Do you what? want to do the board thing? Or we could just... Because he's a rival, right? Who do you right? think's a ghost? Derek. Wait a minute, already. Is Derek his name? You have a rival in Derek, is that correct? Yes. This man over here, why he said a great whooshing and a crashing. So it seems that you have been sabotaged by a rival. If you would like to go as and eliminate him straight away, that'll be a service of, I don't know, a few gold coins. We're really, we've got nothing else better to do. I really want to sure. rip all the boards off. All right, can't argue with that. Let's go kick some shit why in. Don't, yeah, why don't we rip the boards off and then throw them at Derek? I was about Perfect. that. There we go. Two birds, ah. one Derek. <laughs> I like it. Derek looks nervous. Two boards, one Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Do you see what I... It's the same joke. Nice it's the same joke. Bori, Bori. 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 Bori
um, at, uh, by this point Havanax is gleefully ripping the boards okay. off the, 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 the knight's finger all right, so you start together. You all start tearing the boards from the uh, from the walls. Uh, at, at which point, you notice um, an- another character who he's been introduced, but you kind of haven't noticed. There's someone else um, gathering around. Ross, what is going on with uh, with Joey? He's just uh, playing with his owl, uh, just in the street. Okay, just uh, he's got it on his uh, arm, just going, go, go, fly. Fly! And it just stands and look. Uh, it's just on my arm, just looking at me. <laughs> Fly! Fly! Come on, man! You're 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 embarrassing me. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry about that. Um, what's going on? What are we doing? Hey, 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 gang! Um, my name's Joey Jungle. Hello. You probably saw me helping you guys out earlier. Um, yeah, I was there in the background. You know, I have an owl. Have an owl. I remember the owl. I thought it was just on its own. No, yeah. no, no. I got <laughs> no. It's me, Joey Jungle. I own. Oh. I, I'm a owl. I'm an owl sanctuary owner. You know, uh, I own many owl sanctuaries. All of them have gone bust, but the last one I had in Sandpoint, and then uh, basically there was fourteen uh, male owls. And I was getting a shipment of 14 females. But it turns out that one of the owls was, like, made out to look like a guinea pig. Well, it was a guinea pig, I found out. Somebody told me, one of the one of the helpers told me that it was just a guinea pig stuck with feathers and poo. Um, this is a highly so the- implausible story that I don't think would hold up in any good narrative <laughs> I, storytelling exercise. I, I mean, who on earth would, would would roll a guinea pig in, I don't know, like owl poop and cut it in feathers? I mean, that's... No, yeah, no that's what I'm no, saying. No, no, I, I don't know if it's terribly, uh, you know... Uh, but I swear to God, uh, if I find that culprit, I'm going to kill them. I'm going to kill them. I bet you it was my arch nemesis. My arch nemesis. <laughs> Derek. Uh, yeah, it could be fucking Derek. Probably hey, Derek. Derek. Hey, Derek. <laughs> Derek looks at you. Well, did you scowl? Do you roll guinea pigs in guano and feathers? And we think Derek you looks- killed your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Derek looks suddenly panicked uh, and goes back inside yeah, that's right. and that's closes the door. You get out of here. You get out of here now. Yes, Joe, a moment later, he comes out with a he, he comes out with a bin, and you see him start to throw papers into it and start setting them on fire. <laughs> that now, so you, Joe, Joey, I, I think you should help us out here. And you're, you're, you seem like a very nice man. And uh, one day, maybe we'll find that bloody culprit of uh, the hamster owl scenario, which is very strange. Yeah. But um, let's not go Rory. blaming people on the yes, of hey, course. You know what? Shall I say? Let's not just go blaming people on the on the streets. Hey, uh, uh, I got I got there. I got one of my owls from it though. So you know, I went in there. This is uh, just uh, hello. This is Simon Cowell. This is Simon <laughs> Cowell. Uh, say hello. Hello, Simon. Uh, he seems I a could s- maybe send it overhead and sort of do a swoop of the area. <laughs> well, I mean, we're actually, we're going into the... Yeah, we're, like, Brimbo oh, okay. and Uthgar, like, have an axe, have got their hands on the boards this entire time. They just looked over their shoulders this entire bit, just waiting for Joey to stop talking. I can't believe you The got- only thing that's changed is that I'm pulling the boards off a bit <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I can't believe you got tremendous. five stars on that, that. I only ever got one star, and that was myself that I gave me that. Uh, but I had to do an all a different account. Well, why did you give yourself one star? Well, because I didn't want I didn't want to big myself crazy. up too much. Because if you give yourself five, that's really unrealistic. So I gave myself but, one. I mean, go for four. No, I respect your brutal r- lack of self-esteem. That's definitely there's room like, for well improvement done. if you do. If you go, there's always room for improvement. If you go for one, then there's always a w- you want to go up. You want to go up. See, if you go five, you want to go down. You want to go down. You were wor- <laughs> go up. Go You're down. worried about learning a new game, but. We're halfway through the first episode. We've not rolled a dice yet. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. Let's get in this. Let's get in this. So this is this is progress, I, I was, yeah. Do you want to open the door? I'm very. I'm very. This is a clipping pace. Deeply perturbed by this Joey man's uh, abilities. However, seeing you put forth your own mystery and immediately solve it by pinning it on Derek means you have a hundred percent track record so far. I propose you temporarily join the Sick Wolf Company. 
All right. What? Oh, do I have to like? Did it when someone joins? Oh, wow. Smash Mangle's really good at it. Oh my! God. I, thought, I genuinely thought there was a wolf behind me. Do all that's that's amazing. Come on, Simon, do the uh, owl. Do, do, do the do the howl. Woo-hoo. Simon, Simon regards you um, with disinterest. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just needs a little T-shirt with that printed on, doesn't he? Just, just, just. <laughs> so you um, you pull the boards down from the uh, from the door uh, and push the door of the pub open making your way into the tap room um the uh the main tap room the main area of the pub seems to be in a uh, a state of some disarray it's as if everyone kind of left quite quickly there are still tables and things set out you can still see there are some plates of half uh, eaten food there are some mugs that have been knocked over and spilled the bar is at the back of the room there is a big banner hanging behind it with the symbol of the empty hand who are the uh, the orcs who, who live in this city uh, and there's uh, lots of drinks and uh, mixes and things up on, on the bar there is a staircase that goes upstairs to the bedroom uh, and uh, there's a, a hatch behind the bar you know that will go down to the uh, to the kitchens themselves uh, looking around you can see there is a, a broom lying discarded by the bar itself uh, some uh, the, the curtains are pulled closed uh, and there is still a Still a menu left discarded on the nearest table, uh, lying there, so, waiting to be read. So have an axe would like immediately start to mind sweep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> blop, 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 blop. <laughs> Just anything. Anything that's going. Amazing. Have an axe, you start grabbing the uh, you just start grabbing you start grabbing every drink uh, and start making Is there anything uh different about this play apart from all the shit that's everywhere? But like, is there anything different? Yeah, actually, it smells of pencils. <laughs> You're right. It does smell of pencils. Oh, yeah. I thought that was just the general ambience, but... Uh, like shaving of pencils. <laughs> Sha- it could be shavings of pencils. It could be someone's recently had some Earl Grey. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting hints of, of HB, definitely. <laughs> I can smell that. It's a soft pencil, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Someone's been drawing in here. Oh, no, 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 one like, drawing. no one likes a soft pencil, I tell you what, that's... Uh, no. Well, I mean, except for... Well, and it's, you know, and it, it's, that's what it's I'm a saying. modern time artist or people who are trying to draw on something in space or upside down. Oh. Well, I, I, I have an ex just looks at the drink he's just drunk and it's like, oh, he's twisting my melon. Oh. Hey, well, there's only two places where people shave pencils, and that's in studies and sometimes the bedroom. That's where I used to do my shaving of my pencils. So we should probably go upstairs, have a look at the, at the office area, because there may be some pencils in there. Yeah. And, and of course, at, at the bedrooms, the, the, the places that people would stay. Oh, yeah. Hang on, well, right? Wouldn't should we look in the kitchen? That wasn't that where the ghostly noise originated from, eh? But we're looking for well, pencils, aren't we? Well done. Well, maybe it's a ghost pencil. Oh, a ghost holy pencil shit! Balls. And you know, sometimes people use pencils in kitchens, don't they, to uh, write down orders and maybe do a sketch of their friends, stab an aubergine. Stab an aubergine. Stab an aubergine. That's oh, I love a stabbed aubergine. Me, it's fabulous. Bloody good dish that stabbed aubergine. Absolutely delicious. That's the first point on any um, recipe for Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. I'm pretty sure we worked with Baba Ganoush a couple of towns ago. Yeah, I think he was that crime lord, wasn't he? Yeah, Baba Ganoush. <laughs> So you, you open the hatch. <laughs> oh, he's a, I tell you what, he's a, he's a hard aubergine. <laughs> <laughs> I will add Baba Ganoush. Stem with a pencil first. Stem with an oh, I, I wouldn't stab Baba Ganoush with a pencil. He's, uh, he's in a lot of trouble. So Baba Ganoush now joins Plymouth and cloth dungarees um, <laughs> as something that exists in our world. It's in. Um, you open, so you open the hatch and you have a look down the stairs towards where the kitchens are. Um, the the door to the kitchen is closed, and a chair has been shoved under the door handle to try and uh, as it to try and um, bar it, to try and keep it closed. Um, as you go down and look, you see the door is also locked. Can I make a perception check to listen at the door to see if I can hear anything? 
You can. The first so roll of the game. Go ahead, roll a d20, add your perception score. So that's nine on the die, uh, so that's 14. A 14. Uh, you listen, you can hear some knocking and some sounds of some pots and pans um, being knocked over. I can hear knocking and is, pots and pans. Is there a like gap under the door? Like a gap? Um, you can. I mean, I mean, a very, very tiny okay. gap. Yeah. I was going to look. Surprisingly, well-fitted doors in this fantasy <laughs> universe. Yeah. <laughs> Real craftsman's work. <laughs> it's not like a cat flap. Like, <laughs> like it's a door, Ross. It's yeah, a functioning door. Yeah, no, but you could like door. peer under the like gap. I don't know. Like, uh, okay. You know. I mean, you can try. You could certainly. I mean, as as an as a gnome, I could probably almost fit. I mean, you you, no, yeah, you're a gnome. <laughs> you're a gnome. You can't flatten yeah. your rib cage like a mouse. It's not the same thing. <laughs> you're not Eugene from the X Files. <laughs> anything, you're less flexible nice. than the rest. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, but on the closest to the floor, I'll take a look. Yeah. Is, is, is this the smell because of pencils got... getting stronger? Uh, no, the smell of pencils, if anything, has gotten weaker <laughs> since you've come down these stairs. <laughs> but it was much stronger in the smell of pencils was much stronger in the tap room. Um, I open the door and walk in. Um, <laughs> you the, the door is locked. Brimbo just. So do we need some strength? You see, there was a reason. Brimbo <laughs> just just rolls his eyes at everyone and goes, oh, "Let me do it." And just goes to the door and goes, "Oh, oh fuck! Oh, it's uh, um, okay. <laughs> it's locked." Right, we'll make it. Have we tried turning it? it? Have we tried turning it the other make way? It, we'll make, make it unlocked then, Athgar. And Brimbo steps aside. Uh, has anyone got a no, key? No, come on, we do this. This, this is just <laughs> setting you up. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Smash Wango, do you have like a oh. set of keys? Well, I mean, I could smash the door, but the owner's right behind me. Yeah. No, I'm smash, keen for smash. you to. I'm keen for you to smash the door. Uh, Rory <laughs> kicks the door. Oh, I, oh, oh. Rory kicks oh, the door. <laughs> so uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check, athletics Rory. Athletics check, here we go. Go and roll me athletics. It is a 16. 16 you kick the door the door does not budge the oh, door is hang on solid i'm gonna give it another kick there we go uh oh that's quite a lot uh that's 24 the 24 the door rattles in its hinges but it does not break maybe we should i'll give it like a sidebar can i put the side of my body into it you put your side of your body into it all right so you have to we're tell gonna me do Yes, I will. It is a skill check. So, uh, um, you have got, on like the right-hand side of your character sheet, yeah. you've got a bit that says skills. Yeah. So, I want you to look up the one that says athletics, yeah. which I think we use a six, because I've got yeah. a character sheet. So, roll a d20 on your uh, on your app, roll a 20-sided die, yeah. and add six to that. Tell me what you get. 12, 18... 18 solid nice. it's not enough to knock the door open though so you slam into it as well you have bought very good doors knowing your own uh, habit for kicking down your own doors uh, you've invested in some really solid doors so that they can stand up to that kind of behavior shall we try um, this all together the three of us yeah. or, well, you definitely haven't got the key no. no. You left the key with Gendru. Yeah. Right. I'm worried that Gendru's in what? there dead of pencil stabbing like an aubergine. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, nobody likes to see that. Oh, no. So as you're banging it, you hear the sound of... You hear a noise from the tap room upstairs. It sounds like something small and wooden falling over. A little clatter um, on wood. That sounds um, like a broom it. falling over. Or, or a pencil. Yeah, maybe they. Or maybe even a broom made of pencils. Yeah. Or a bunch of pencils that have been. No, this is getting silly, isn't it? <laughs> You're absolutely right. Let's find out. Let's more. go. We can't. We can't. That's the point. Okay. Uh, Frembone just knocks on the door and goes, "Hello, could you let us in? We're trying to solve a mystery." There is no reply you from You swine, I will eat you. I will find where you live and I will cleave the shadow from your very being and I will use it to roll my cigarettes and I don't even smoke. <laughs> I'm gonna try and smash it. Antique, so I was gonna say I'll try and smash it down. Uh, yeah, I was gonna take out the uh, key van takes out his machete. So <laughs> That's gonna take so long. Okay, key van. <laughs> <laughs> Kevan starts yeah. hacking tiny chips of wood out of the door with a machete. Joey Don't Jungle. Um, this, here we go. Smash, smash. 16. Smash. Joey Jungle rolls lower than anyone so far and just runs into the door. Oh. Uh, and I, I tell you what, while you're doing this, because this door hasn't got much longer to live, I can tell. I'll go and look at the uh, upstairs. I'll, so, come, I'll come with you, actually. Yeah. Uh, All right, so... I'm going to try and get this door open. My new arch nemesis. Right. 
So smash. So uh, have an axe is and Rory. The door? You're going upstairs. Oh, smash Wangle. What are you doing? Are you going to stay down outside the door with the others, or are you going to go up and investigate the noise? I'm going to stay down outside the door because I'm big and strong, and I really want to know if Gendry's in there dead. Ah. All right. So you, um, the two of you go upstairs, Rory and Havanax. Yes. You go back up to the tap room and you have a look around. Um, nothing on the surface seems any different. But can I get perception checks from you both you as you look can. around the tap room to see if Ooh, anything has changed? Not so good. That's a 13 for me. 11 for me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so perceptive, the two of you. Mm. Um, Can't see so you go and you. I'll say, no, 13 you, as well, sorry. What am I talking about? Oh, okay. Oh, two thir- oh well, two thirteens. Um, you start searching around the pub to try and see if they, anything has changed. Most of the mugs seem to be where they were. The uh, the broom um, seems to be uh, where it is. You pick up one. Uh, you pick up the menu um, and uh, and have a look at that. Uh, it says returning favourites meat, <laughs> um, which is reassuring to see. Um, and as you're looking down at the uh, as you're looking down at it. You hear just a faint scribbling sort of noise um, seem to be coming from the table. Uh, and as you lower the menu and look to the side, you can see that there are about five pencils lying on the, uh, on the table in front of you, scratching away. Uh, one of them is just moving ever so slightly as if it's trying to write uh, on the air. Uh, and as you stare at them, they suddenly fly up out of the table uh, and move to attack you as the menu in your hands, Rory, lunges for your face as well. <laughs> a terrifying swooshing noise behind you, Havanak, kicks up as the broom lunges from its uh, from uh, where it's leading uh, and launches itself at you as you are attacked by, uh, by pencils, menu, and broom. And uh, we are going to roll for initiative. Yeah. So, Fantasia. Our first fight. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, so, Walt Disney runs yeah. this pub, it seems. So, yeah. They've come in and they've taken over. <laughs> we watched, we watched um, Snow White, the 1930s version the other day, because we finished all the Marvel films, so now it's Disney movies. That's that's what we're on to now. And, and, and there is no, like, through line to that plot, like... This story of, like, she moves in with the dwarves and, and they, they love her and they take care of her. She's there for one night. She cooks them one meal. She cleans the house. What She doesn't even clean it. She gets the animals to clean the house and then makes them sleep in the cupboards while she has all the beds. She's terrible. She's a tyrant. Let's have a... Co- got that off my chest. I'm furious about Snow White, Drummond. Sorry. Um, don't even get me started on Pinocchio. That's going to be the theme of uh, these podcasts for a little while now. That's what I'm watching now. Right. So to roll initiative, Jess, uh, it's a perception score. So just above your skills, you've got one that says perception. Roll a d20. Uh, and uh, tell me what you get on that. So what initiative is, is whenever anything is time-sensitive, so, like, when it's a fight, it goes in turns uh, based on who noticed it was dangerous first. That's why we roll a perception, uh, and that will give us a, a number. So... So well, I've got a number on the dice. Okay, and then you want to add whatever your... Per- uh, so your perception is three, so add three to that. Nineteen. Nineteen for smud... For- Smash Wangle. Excellent. Um, right, Joey Jungle. What 18 we got? for Joey Jungle. 19 for Joey. Looking good. Oh, have an axe. Perception here, it's a perception, yes, Kevan. Yes. That is a 25 right. for Have an axe. That was a natural 20 on the dice. Tremendous. Rory Bravori, what's going on with you? 25 as well. What are the chances of that? We rolled a 13 and a 25. That's amazing. Have a nice. Brimbone, what we got? I am hesitant to say. That I also got a 25, no. having rolled a natural 20 oh. on my die. <laughs> what? Oh, what is going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Coincidence. This is, this is super weird. <laughs> Coincidence indeed, because I got 11. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's good. Whoa, that's trippy, Ooh. dude. <laughs> you got 11 after the 325s. That number. The end times. Let's break the... Let's let's break that. Oh, you beat all of my terrifying monsters. All right, so first up... 
It's either Rory Havanax or Brimbone. You got a preference? Brim, no, you I go think first, Rory, mate. I think Havanax should go or, first because he's actually in the room, isn't he? We're, we're a bit further away. Oh, okay. All right. I'll take the first blow against Ryman. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> you are the uh, You are the first to act. So um, you can see a broom streaking along the ground towards you uh, and you can see that a, a menu and a pile of pencils are flinging themselves murderously at Rory Bravori. What would you like to do? You have three right. actions. So the broom's coming at me. Yep. I think, right, useful yet possibly aggressive household tool. Uh, and I sweep my huge greatsword out and I take a... Uh, ooh. Yeah, and I just take a swipe. I take a swipe. They haven't made me that angry okay. yet. So I'm going right. to take a swipe with my sword. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, that is 26. So you draw your great sword uh, and you swing it uh, at the broom. 26, that's going to be a... That's a, that's a critical hit that's on the broom. a critical hit on the broom. <laughs> that is, uh, so you're going to be doing double... So add your, uh, double your damage dice. Double my damage dice. Now, oddly, I'm running a D12, and I'm struggling to find where the D12 is. So you never, ever use these things. So here we go. Uh, that is... Uh, ooh. So that is nine points of damage to the nine broom. Nine points of damage to the broom. You cleave the broom in half uh, as it Whoa. comes flying towards you, and it clatters to the gro- and it clatters to the floor, lying in bits. I tell you what, wriggles a bit. That broom left me bristling. <sighs> eh, oh. Eh, oh, fuck it! Right, and then I. Uh, how many action points have I got left? Uh, you got one, one. So um, you drew drew your sword and you ta- and you attacked. Then so I would, one action left. I would like to. Uh, can I dragon spit? It is a. Uh, it is a, a cantrip. It is. Is it a one action? I have a feeling Dragon Spit is a two action. Uh, Uh, In that case, I use my last point to move up and engage the pencils and paper. You move up to engage the pencils and paper. Terrifying. Rory. Titans. Uh, I would like to draw my sword and then take a slash at this menu coming towards my face. All right. Uh, Menu... Uh, uh, it's an 18. Oh, That's a uh, 26. 26. <laughs> Holy moly. That's, that's a critical hit on the menu. <laughs> Turns out cool. we hate stationery. I hate <laughs> yeah. it for fashion. All right. Wow. So that's one. I've never known you guys this good in I combat. Know, right? against, <laughs> against menus and pencils, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's against, uh, I don't know, a troll, and we're nothing. Um, yeah. All right. So it's one to, yeah, there's six, 12, uh, plus four, eight. So that's 20 points of damage on the menu. Oh my goodness! You you skewer the menu right through the specials. Um, <laughs> Jess, what's the what's the house special today? Um, spaghetti bolognese. Spaghetti. You skewer it straight through the spaghetti bolognese. This is satisfying. Um, classic, uh, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> You've got to get the classics right in a restaurant. I uh, and the menu falls. <laughs> you cut it into little bits and you shred it and it falls to the ground. Is it like that bit um, at the beginning of Dog Tanya where you just go with the apple? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got one action left, haven't I? You got, you got one action left. All right, I'm going to swipe at the pencils. You swipe at the pencil, so you got a minus to you got a penalty to this because you're attacking a second time. A minus five, yeah. Minus five. All right. Okay. That's uh, seven, uh, sixteen, seventeen. That's only a twelve. Twelve ain't gonna do it. The pencils deftly leap aside across the uh, the table uh, and come back up in a battle formation, <laughs> uh, ready to engage. <laughs> Brimbone, you are the next one to become aware of the ruckus going on upstairs. Can I reach it with one movement? Uh, it will take you two movement, ah. two moves to get back up the stairs into the room. Ah. Okay, um, uh, then I do that and I just, as I get into the room and I see the battle, I just want to lob a, uh, uh, can I fire a crossbow? Uh, you can load a crossbow because you won't have it. 
don't carry a crossbow loaded yeah, around. No, I accept this. I accept this. I accept this logic. Okay. I accept it. I see your, I see your rationale. It's a, as a DM, it's something I've said to my players before. But hearing it back to yourself as a player, <laughs> you're, really... you're such you're such a ni- uh, better player now that you GM. Like I love everyone GMing because you suddenly are just like, yeah, all right. I guess I don't carry a loaded uh, gun in my pants. Fine. <laughs> um, in which case, then I just go up there and I just go ah, uh, and just throw a dagger at the nearest pencil. All right, you hurl a dagger at the nearest pencil. Uh, roll me attack. Ooh. That sounds like a dead pencil. That 17? Reaction. 17, that's yes. a hit. You hit the pencil with your dagger, <laughs> which is quite a good trick shot. Mm, that, yeah. Two points of damage. Two points of damage. You hit one of the pencils. As I do, and you, very uh, impressive, as I, right? very as I do that. Yeah. Got a good arm, you Keith, are you there? No. He's at the bottom yeah, of the stairs. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm like... <laughs> I just twirl that. So he's, he has no idea if you hit or not. But. <laughs> he's just, he's just very... I can see everything. He's just very supportive. Um, he sees his shoulder and he goes, I assume that's a hit because he's my yeah. friend. Um, I, as Brimbone Tremendous. just twirls that dagger out of it, clacks off a pencil, and Brimbone, without looking to see if it hits, just turns to Ufgar and Rory and says, Gentlemen, the sounds of your battle led me here. Oh, oh. <laughs> right. I think we got the point. Wangle, the prolific. It is. It is your turn. So Jess. So now we're in combat. In combat in Pathfinder, you can do three things in your round. So you have three actions. Uh, anything really that you could think of doing is going to be an action. So if you want to draw a weapon, that is going to be an action. If you want to move, that's probably that's an action. If you want to attack. Uh, on the back of your sheet, yeah. or on the... I've printed double-sided because I saved paper. Um, you've got your spells, yeah. uh, and they, uh, they're they different spells that you can cast. They take different numbers of yeah. actions based on what kind of spell it is. Can I do so cantrips as well? You tan- ca- so cantrips, you can cast as many of those as you like in a day. There's no limit to them. The ones on the right-hand side, the spells, you can cast three times a day in okay. any combination. Um, but you've got th- yeah, you've got three of those per day. Um, so it takes me one action to go upstairs. Yeah, what's yep, still flying? Both open the hatch, so you can uh, so you can move up in one action. Right. And um, and what's left flying around? Just pencils. So you've got pencil. There's a group of murderous pencils. And I've got two um, actions left. You have got two actions. Then I'm going to use my burning hand spell. Tremendous. And shoot a cone of flame that deals. 2d6 damage amazing okay so you uh, so you conjure up a uh, you conjure up flames in your hands and you just reach your hands out uh, and cast this cone of flame across the te- pub table uh, where the pencils are uh, are trembling in fear from you uh, the pencils are the pencils are going to try and make a reflex save so they're going to try and jump out of the way of the fire uh, as it comes towards them uh, which which they fail to do um, too small and they are engulfed in flames uh, so go ahead and roll 2d6 for me so two six sided dice first one's a six <sighs> very good oh, okay. yeah boy second one's a six yeah. <laughs> max damage <laughs> fuck you pencils the pencils are consumed in flames as you uh, as you breathe out just gouts of fire from your hands across the table you also set fire to several of the bar stools um, and the table itself uh, which sort of just sit there smoldering um, as you burn I don't know if, how often you use this to clean the bar um, but the uh, there is now the smell of the smell of victory and the smell of burnt pencil um, hanging in the air. For you have defeated these particular pencils, <laughs> um, and that is the end of the combat. You have killed all of your foes. Have an X looks and nods approvingly at Smashwangle. It's like mm, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mess around with pencils. Nice. <laughs> Just a gentle. Just the smell of burning wood in the air. Like the pub's not in danger of just going up in smoke. Um, but there's just little flavour syndrome. That was, well, that was weird. I'm assuming that uh, that's not happened before, Smashwangle? No, I, um, mm. I've never seen the, uh, those objects were always there. The menu and the pencils and the broom. Um, 
but it's almost as if they've been enchanted. Mm. That's exactly right. Yes, Ooh. I was going to say enchantments, uh, right? Because um, uh, you know, there's there's no such thing as ghosts. So um, is this voice uh, coming? I think what up we're dealing with here. She's still downstairs. <laughs> yes, this, this, this voice is just coming up from the trapdoor. Just uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm he's really, he's really bellowing. Mm. You know, we do. Shouting, no. That's exactly what I was going to say, guys. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just, I'm just gonna, I'm just coming a little bit. There we go. All right, I'm making the room. Room, All right. So, so yeah, that's right. Back in the room. Um, yeah, no, enchantments. What we did. So we need to find out who's been placing these enchantments. And uh, I'm going to assume it's some kind of a rival. It's, it's, that's what it's, I'd say. Brimbone's like just like pulling his face with his other hand, being like, "It's it's De- it's obviously Derek. It's Derek. Don't you see? Derek Baskin. <laughs> it's Derek Baskin. Yeah, <laughs> Derek Baskin. Um, Smash Mangle. That's a mighty powerful magic spell. Brimbone <laughs> says with a trace of envy. I guess that's useful for um. Last orders. <laughs> yeah, Smash Wrangle's really laughing. She's probably going to get off of that one first. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what the real threat in the room is if it's Smash Wrangle or uh, the monsters. I'm definitely less terrified of the broom. Uh, <laughs> as you uh, as you as you wonder about this and you wonder about whether it could be Derek uh, you hear a thump come from upstairs uh, and you think you hear somebody cry out in pain uh, and as you look up the stairs to wonder what that is that is where we are going to leave it for tonight that is the end of this particular episode Jess Jess will still be with us next week when we continue the adventure and we will find out what is going on in Smash Wangle's pub what is going on upstairs and if it really is Derek behind all of it (laughs) (laughs) we will see (laughs) see you next week everyone take care